Hello listeners, my name's Ali and I'm really excited to be talking to you all today on our first SI Voices podcast. SI Voices is a podcast series hosted by Soroptimist International, a global organisation where we give a voice to women and girls. Today I have a very special guest with me. Hello Sharon, it's so great to have you on the first podcast. Are you excited? How are you feeling? Thanks, Allie. This is certainly exciting as we start the countdown to our 100th anniversary next October. We have a full year of activities planned all over our Seroptimist world. So yes, I am excited. And I think our members are really looking forward to the coming year. So Sharon, you are the president of Seroptimist International for 2020 and through to 2021. It's two years of a busy job. Uh, The president sounds like a very important role and a busy one. Can you tell us a little about what being the president of SI means and what kind of things you do in your role? Well, I must say that being president during the pandemic is, of course, a much different presidency than I was expecting. Instead of spending countless hours on airplanes, everything is done online these days. Meetings, webinars, conferences, board meetings, all online. I try and accept as many invitations as possible to drop into meetings all over the world, something that would never be possible in person and would not be possible without technology. There's no manual for times like this. So being the spokesperson for Seroptimist International means finding communication channels to create a global voice for women and girls. Wow, (laughs) that must keep you so busy. Uh, You speak so passionately and you're really dedicated to advancing the rights of women. And I love that. I'm intrigued to know a little more about your journey and how you got to be president of SI. Had you been involved with Rotomis International for a little while? I have been a member for over 30 years, but originally as a single mother, I was really just looking for local women that I had something in common with. And unexpectedly, I met an amazing group of women that I'm proud to call friends. When you hear stories of women and girls that have been lifted up, as a direct result of a Seroptimus project, it's really hard not to get involved. But each time, it seemed like there was more to do, and I always have loved the challenge to make a difference through leadership. That's amazing. You should be so proud of what you've achieved so far, and you're only less than halfway through your presidency. So that's really exciting. Uh, as you know, we're entering the 100th year of Seroptimus International, 100 years Um, That is an incredible feat, isn't it? And uh, SI has grown so much since 1921, right? Yes, it all started with business and professional women in a few clubs in one country to clubs represented in over 120 countries today. I'm certain the vision of the founders has been exceeded. They wanted assurance we would be international and we are that and more. So much can happen in 100 years, right? How do you think women and girls' rights have changed or transformed in the last 100 years? Well, in those early years, women in many countries couldn't even vote, and many couldn't get an education. So there's been progress, just not enough. Today, we're asking and expecting an equal voice at all tables. We're looking for equality. We have many supporters, but still not enough to create the change that we want. Some people might say that women's rights have come a long way since 1921. Say more women are in political spheres, although I'd say this is still quite imbalanced. 
Uh, more girls are in education now across the world. And there are lots of impressive and rich, uh, successful female CEOs. But do you still think there's a need for organizations like Soroptimus International to exist? Yes, and perhaps more than ever. It's said that our children's children might see gender equality. The estimate is over 100 years. So the more people engaged in women's rights, the better. Until we all experience equality, we certainly need organizations like Seroptimist International to play a role. Yes. Sadly, time and time again, we found that there continues to be so many obstacles in the way of gender equality and women's rights. But are you optimistic about the future of SI and the work we do for the advancement of women's rights? Well, all causes have obstacles, and the important thing is to find a way around them or through them. We need to find our voices to speak up for the advancement of women's rights. The jury is in, and the evidence tells us that gender equality is beneficial for everyone. So, Sharon, as president of SI, you launched what we call the President's Appeal, and your appeal is a focused on six key areas that make up the road to equality. Can you talk us through what areas and issues you felt were important to focus on during your presidency? I wanted to bring the conversations to our members in local communities. I wanted them to talk about those who have been left behind because of inequalities. I committed to educate our members about FGM, about domestic violence, trafficking, child-enforced marriage, migration, and the rights of older women. We must have these conversations with our friends, our family, and others. To create advocates for these issues, we first need to understand them if we are to have any hope of achieving gender equality. Well, I think it's absolutely brilliant, and you're so right. These issues are so necessary to address if we want a world of true progression, of peace, and a world where women can feel safe and valued and equal. Can you think of a time where you felt really accomplished and really proud of something you've achieved with SI, whether it be the President's Appeal or something in your SI history? Well, I always like to mentor others and help them with their journey. And nothing makes me prouder than watching a Seroptimist at any level who I have advised or mentored taking their place in leadership. It truly is the way we can succeed as an organization being to encourage more leaders. It takes an entire team and then some. I always consider my accomplishments that of the team, since it isn't all about me. Alone, I can do little. I need a team. I'm also really excited that with our 100-year celebrations, we are fully embracing the future. Uh, We're having all these new channels and platforms to raise awareness. We're amplifying the work we're doing, and we're trying to reach new people. Uh, We've got so much going on. We've got this fabulous podcast, if I say so myself. Uh, We've got webinars, which you've been speaking on, uh, with the most incredible speakers and experts. And I'm in total awe when I listen to them. We've also launched an Instagram. Give us a follow. It's at Seroptimist Global. It's a cheeky plug. Uh, We've got a zhuzhed up website and social media and so much more exciting things to come. We do a lot of brilliant local grassroots work and projects But SI are also highly involved with international policy and discussions. Can you talk us through how this works and how we work with the United Nations centres? Our work in the UN system is about influencing global policy. Our UN representatives are instrumental in working on issues and committees where the conversations are taking place. 
By clubs and members having a voice and understanding these issues, they can advocate with local, regional, and national decision makers. We need to hold our governments accountable for implementing what they have agreed to. All of that really high-level policy stuff is is so interesting to me. Um, and I love that SI kind of is totally involved in that and makes it accessible for everyone to get involved in. Uh, SI really encourages people to contact their local governments and, and lobby for women's rights and help out in their community. And I think that's what the beauty is of having um, local work and a global reach. And finally, Sharon, can you tell me a standout moment or memory or event that has really stuck with you um, during your time with SI and, and being a seroptimist? Well, I think the standout moment for me is standing in a gateway in Sierra Leone in Africa on my very first visit to an international project. Dozens of teenage girls formed two lines to welcome us. And as they chanted their beautiful welcome song and we moved past them, I was thinking how they were all mothers and only 14 years old and homeless before this project existed. I was so overwhelmed and I couldn't move as my eyes filled with tears of emotion. I had never experienced such joy as what I saw in their eyes for just having this chance, a chance that was made possible by Seroptimus. That is a brilliant story. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Sharon. It's been so brilliant speaking with you. I know you're a busy lady, and as we've learned, you've got so much going on. So thank you so much for sharing time with us to talk about such important issues and you deliver with them with such passion and sincerity. Um, and listeners, you should really check out our YouTube channel where Sharon has been speaking on several of the SIO Voices webinars. You'll be honestly blown away by Sharon's eloquence and insight. So thank you so much again. Do join us next time on SI Voices. It's been a pleasure speaking with you.